Hello and welcome everyone to the AWS Podcast. Great to have you back. Simon Alicia here in beautiful Melbourne, Australia, joined for this episode by Avi Walinski, who's the founder of Uphail and is normally in New York, but he's joining me today from Munich because we are a very international show. Welcome, Avi. Thank you for having me, Simon. So uh, you're a long way across the world uh, from me, but uh, your app and your company solves problems that I think are becoming more and more familiar to people in cities all around the world. Um, you're the founder of Uphale. What is it that Uphale does? Sure. So Uphale is a travel application. Um, it solves the problem of finding ground transportation. Uh, it's similar to uh, an Expedia or a kayak if you've used it for flight search. But Uphale is focused on ground transportation options such as taxis, ride hailing, ride sharing, uh, bike sharing, etc. That's really interesting because you know there's clearly not a lot going on in the in the ride sharing space at the moment globally, is there? You know, not many people using it. It's no. not, not a big topic of conversation in most cities. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... it's kind of the big thing, the big thing. So, so you that means that from I guess from a, a technical and architectural perspective, you are solving for a lot of different challenges. Because if, if I think about it, just from from the outside in, you'd be solving for interacting with a lot of different providers, uh, dealing with a lot of real-time data, almost like a, a stock market to some extent, uh, regional yeah, differences, correct. customers around the world, so latency issues, et cetera. Give us some context of how you've tackled this problem, some of the, the things you've, you've done to, to make it work. Absolutely. So, of course, uh, Amazon Web Services has been a huge part in uh, getting to where we are today um, and many of the different products that AWS offers uh, specifically tackles this uh, this issue that you mentioned. Um, you know, behind the scenes, Uphill is uh, essentially an elastic beanstalk application. So, of course, uh, EC2 machines running behind the, uh, you know, powering the application. Uh, a couple of um, database servers were running uh, Mongo uh, as our uh, as our database. Uh, but you know, hopefully, we'll switch to uh, DynamoDB sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're using uh, approximately uh, ten different AWS services uh, at last count, uh, which is quite interesting. And um, so, quite, quite happy a, to go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go into some details. Some of the the more sure. interesting ones that you've uh, you've applied to the problem domain. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, in the early days before uh, we were on AWS, the process of shipping and deployment was a very uh, manual process. So we would, you know, SSH into a ro- remote server and then do a Git pull. And uh, it was just a tedious and uh, manual process. And moving over to Elastic Beanstalk has saved us a lot of time uh, using the EBCLI tools to just uh, deploy the application and make continuous updates so it's been a real, uh, real pleasure to, uh, you know, to use Elastic Beanstalk. It, it solves that problem specifically for us. Uh, shipping updates is, uh, is super fast and easy. Um, How frequently and, do you, uh, do you sure. apply updates to your system? Like what, what's your sure. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're moving quite quickly. We're a small t- team. So we're shipping, uh, we're deploying a couple times a day, uh, in most cases. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, uh, clearly, you know, Testing, verification, repeatability, and the ability to roll back are kind of big ticks in the boxes. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been super easy and helpful, and you know we're just uh, we couldn't be more pleased with uh, the uh, transition to Elastic Beanstalk to uh, to power our application. 
And from a, a scalability perspective and, and I guess a, a regional perspective, do you deploy different stacks in different AWS regions? Uh, how do you scale? How have you tackled that problem? Sure. So uh, we haven't uh, gone beyond the uh, Virginia uh, region yet. Uh, so all our machines live there. Um, so we haven't, uh, um, we haven't, you know, most of our user base currently is in the United States, so about 90%. So we haven't crossed that bridge yet of thinking about how to serve uh, customers uh, in most cases. I mean, our site does have data for uh, over 50 different countries, but still we're, uh, we're US centric. So, so, um, so I guess we'll when, face when, the that comes, when the time comes, you'll be able to kind of deploy other Elastic Beanstalk deployments around the world and serve those customers more locally as well. Yeah, we're excited to get there. Uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully soon. Um, it's been a lot of fun. It's always it's always a challenge. It's interesting. Um, you mentioned that before. It was it was a painful process to deploy, and and as a founder, uh, you're, you'd be acutely aware of the trade off between time spent on building features and time spent on kind of plumbing and, sure. and trying to optimize that. And it, it's interesting to see, you know, what, what was that point, that decision point where you sort of said, look, we have to make this automated, um, even though it probably means we're going to stop for you know, a, a few days or even a week or two to automate the hell out of this process, um, which means you're not delivering features. How did, how did you come to that point? Like what, what was the, the turning point for you? Oh, that's a fantastic question. So being based in New York, we are super fortunate to have the resources of the AWS pop-off loft uh, right down the road from our offices. So through uh, conversations with your solutions architect and engineers, uh, telling them about the problems we're having with our current, with our old uh, cloud hosting provider, uh, essentially, uh, the engineers have been you know, telling us exactly, you know, what services at AWS can help solve the problem. So again, it was really through uh, conversations with, uh, with your brilliant folks at the pop-up loft that uh, told us that Beanstalk was the right tool for us to solve this problem. Cool. So I just got to, got to that point where you said there has to be a better way and you went and asked someone. <laughs> got the better way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, when we first started the application, we really didn't know much about cloud hosting. It was really, you know, it was, uh, an afterthought, and um, we went down more frequently uh, than uh, it was than we would have liked. It was quite embarrassing the downtime that we had two years ago in the early days, and um, through uh, going to the workshops at the loft and uh, again conversing with the architects and engineers, uh, we couldn't you know have been as efficient as we currently are, and as online as we you know the, our uptime has been. You know, nearly 100%, um, and uh, you know the you know we couldn't be more uh, happy with the face-to-face support that your pop-up lofts offer to startups that are generally um, don't have that level of uh, contact with senior engineers because we don't have uh, the you know the giant budgets that some of the enterprise clients do. So no, I'm glad glad um, you could you could get that. That's you know that's yeah. one of the things that's interesting about Working at AWS, from my perspective, is you know I get to deal with organizations of all sizes, um, from you know, the, the the two people literally in their dorm room type style, all the way up to big corporate organizations, and everyone is important and everyone's solving really interesting problems. And uh, it's it's great to hear um, that that you've been able to take advantage of that because uh, you know I think you're solving a really interesting problem domain. 
And um, yeah, with that, I'm interested. You know, you're, you've got a pretty unique viewpoint of of the whole ride sharing space and what's going on from a, a technical perspective and from a competitive perspective. Um, where do you think it's going from a consumer perspective? Like, what's what's that experience going to look like, and and where does Uphale fit into that whole world in the future? Oh, that's a fantastic question. I'm I'm glad that you brought up. Uh, so, in places like New York City, uh, San Francisco. It's quite interesting to watch what's happening in the rideshare and ride-hailing landscape. Um, in most places in the United States, you'll you know you'll see Uber and Lyft, but in markets like New York and San Francisco, there tend to be you know five or six major players, and each of these players offers uh, promotions and discounts and rates uh, based on geographic location. So, for example, there's one uh, company in New York called uh, Via. Uh, which is, um, you know, a ride sharing, uh, a large ride sharing platform, one of the larger ones. Uh, companies like Via offer a $5 flat rate within certain zones of Manhattan. And you'll also see Uber and Lyft also have these, you know, $5, $10 deals within specific, uh, locations. Um, and what's, you know, the trend is these hyper location, uh, flat rate deals or, um, or, you know, which is, uh, what we're seeing for a consumer perspective. So the problem that we're solving is that if you're going from uh, point A to point B within a city, within a very small space, you know, who's offer, who's surfacing that deal? You know, how can you get there for, you know, half the price that you would normally pay, uh, on a typical, uh, typical ride? Mm, that's re- really interesting. It's like opt- optimizing a route, not just for, uh, speed, but for cost as well. So, uh, that's obviously Correct. important to people. That's fantastic. That's really interesting. Avi, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to to share this with us. Now, where would where would our listeners find Uphale? How do they get it? Sure, absolutely. So, of course, um, you can go to Uphale.com uh, through the browser, or if you're on uh, iOS or Android, just search for it in the app stores, and it's free, and uh, we hope that you enjoy it, and uh, would really appreciate any feedback uh, that you have to share for us. Fantastic. Well, Avi, thanks again for joining us from uh, from Munich today. Uh, and it's been great having you on the show. Awesome. It's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As ever, we love your feedback, awspodcast.amazon.com. Share it with your friends. Let people know what's going on. And until next time, keep on building.